Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Rising Up podcast. My name is Tina Peterson from Rise Health Studio, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys today a little bit about fear and mindset. But before I get into that, how is everybody? I hope that you're having an amazing week. I'm sure you'll agree that this week, having March 1st roll in, has really brought a little bit of a shift already. Spring is in the air, the sun has been shining more. It's super exciting. I've talked to a few people and they too feel this shift, feel this positivity. And I think we all can agree that it's time. It is time for a shift. It's time for a positive change. So I just wanted to share how excited I am about that. It's, it's a big deal. So I hope you guys are excited too. So let's talk about fear. I like to say fear is a liar running out of breath. So really think about that. Envision, you know, running out of breath, what that feels like, not being able to get air. And, and for me, um, I really believe that that's what fear is. It's such a liar. It's running out of breath. It's, it's so untruthful. It's not real. It's lies, um, stories that you're told. Um, sometimes we tell them to ourselves. Sometimes people that actually love and care about us tell, tell them to us. Um, sometimes it's strangers. Sometimes it's the news. Sometimes um, it's just things we overhear. Regardless, fear can be completely debilitating. So let's just get to the basics here. Fear, dictionary definition, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Um, that's the noun definition, the verb definition. Be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. So yeah, all those words, right? They're, they're icky, like yuck. Fear is definitely yuck. So some words that also remind us of fear, alarm, dread, fright, panic, terror. For anyone that's ever had a panic attack, you know that that is completely prompted by fear. Fear of the unknown of something happening, fear um, of something happening to someone else that you love and care about. So let's turn it around for a second. And let's talk about some words that actually mean quite the opposite of fear. Courage, calm, confidence, trust, bravery, faith, peace. So I wanna share a little bit with you my personal experience with fear and with some of those opposite words that we just talked about in regards to fear, specifically trust and faith. So in the beginning of the pandemic, I remember thinking to myself, okay, so I can kind of curl into a ball and be super afraid of all of this because it's all so unknown. You know, we, we really didn't know a whole lot in the beginning, all of us, no matter what your beliefs are about anything regarding the pandemic and, and nothing is neither right nor wrong. I think we've all handled this in our own way and have done actions and you know have specific behaviors that have helped us to remain in control in our own ways in regards to this. So I remember in the beginning, I was driving in the car with my kids and you know I looked in the rear view mirror at them and I said, 
Addison and Gavin, where, you know, where are we going the day that we die? And they both said, well, mom, we're going with Jesus. And I was like, okay, great. That's exactly where we're going. You know, we're Christians. This is what we preach in our household. And I said to them, okay, so if we were to get this virus and if the worst case scenario were to happen, which would be us, you know, passing away, where would we go? And they again said, well, we would go with Jesus, mom. And I said, okay, so here is how we are going to function for as long as we're in this pandemic, guys. We know where we're going when we die. We don't want to die. We have a lot of work to do on this earth. Myself, my two kids, my husband, we have a lot of work to do, a lot of good work to do, a lot of lives to change. But if we were to die, we know where we're going. So we're not going to let fear take over our all being, our every bit of our being, um, our daily functioning. We are going to remain solid in our faith and we are going to do the best we can every day to maneuver this pandemic in a way that is helpful for our own family and also in a way that you know protects you know protects the thoughts um, protects the opinions of other people too because at the end of the day we really have to work together everyone has their own thoughts everyone has their own opinions and not just on the pandemic on anything in life and it's always been that way even before 2020 so with that being said, I share that story because for me, for, for my family, this is how we have really hit fear head on um, in 2020. You know, before 2020, were we afraid of things? Sure, we, we were certainly afraid of things, but I think we all can agree when 2020 hit, fear really hit hard for pretty much all of us because there was so much unknown, so much unknown. So what did I do with my kids? When I had that conversation with them in the car about you know fear, about choosing to do our best to not let fear control us, really, because as I said earlier, you know, fear is a liar running out of breath. So why are we gonna let that control us? You know, and so that was the mindset that I chose to have with myself and with my family. And so let me just share with you, because some of you might be thinking, well, Tina doesn't understand what anxiety feels like, or Tina doesn't understand what it is like to be afraid. Well, actually, Tina does, because many, many years ago, yes, I was just referring to myself as in the third person. <laughs> I do that a lot. Anyway, um, many, many years ago, I, I was a worry wart. I worried about everything. For those of you that know my mom, know my dad, you could ask them this the next time you see them or reach out to them and ask them. I worried about a lot of things, um, silly things. And as a kid, that affected me a lot, a lot. I was a kid that like couldn't have a sleepover, had to get picked up in the middle of the night because I was afraid, you know, like little things like that. And now as an adult, looking back at some of those behaviors and some of those things, and, you know, as I shared a little bit briefly in the first podcast, um, I, I do have my master's in clinical counseling psychology. I am a licensed therapist. And so, you know, I was able to really dissect my brain a lot in graduate school and learn a lot about, you know, how things as a child affected me. Um, and actually there was some anxiety when I was a kid. 
never diagnosed. I never saw um, a clinician because of it. Um, praise God, it, it never was debilitating, but it was definitely present. And so I share that with you because I think that it's very easy to listen to someone and then think, well, they don't understand me. They don't know what it's like. And so again, I share that for any of you that might be feeling that right now listening. Sure, I don't know exactly what it's like for your specific situation. I can empathize, I can sympathize, but I, I would never know exactly because I'm not walking in your shoes. Just like vice versa, you would never know specifically because you're also not walking in my shoes. But I think it's important to just share that I do have experience with anxiety. And I think that most people do. Most people do. You know, we live in a very um, crazy world is, is the best way to, to describe the world we live. It's a very beautiful world. It's a very amazing world. But there's also a lot of chaos. And in chaos breeds uncertainty, breeds the unknown, which sometimes can breed that anxiety, that uncertainty. So moving on back to fear and mindset. So that mindset I chose to take with my kids in the car that day and be the best example that I could be to them to really help them maneuver the next year of their lives as a seven and a nine-year-old in the most productive way as possible um, is what I chose to do, right? So mindset, an, ad an, an attitude, sorry, um, a disposition, a mood, an intention, so how are you setting your intention on how you want to live? Think about that for a second. Are you waking up every morning and are you thinking about what's not going to go my way today? What is going to inhibit me from conquering what I need to conquer today? Who's going to be in my way? What's going to be in my way? What's going to go wrong today? Are you doing that? And it's okay. No judgment if you are. But if you are, I challenge you to try to change that mindset, change that intention. When you wake up in the morning, put your feet on the floor and decide how will today be different than yesterday. Every morning, my ritual is the alarm goes off uh, usually about 10 times. <laughs> I do hit the snooze button quite a lot. My wake up time is 4 a.m. Most of you know. Excuse me. I teach many early morning classes, so my alarm goes off at 4 a.m. And then I have it go off at 405, 408, <laughs> 4:10, and then I have my old school alarm clock. So that's my cell phone alarm. And then I have my old school alarm clock on my nightstand that goes off at 4:25. Uh, and that's like when I hear that alarm go off, it's like you better get your butt out of bed because you're going to be late. And then, as if that's not like the final warning, my husband's cell phone is set. Bless his soul. Man wakes up with me every day at this time, even though he really doesn't have to wake up at that time. And so when his alarm clock goes off, his ringtone is different than mine. That's when I'm like, get up, get out of bed. You better go, 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 go. <laughs> that's when that's when fears sets in with, with me. When his alarm goes off, I'm like, oh no, I am like not, this is not good. But anyway, so when my alarm clock goes off and my feet hit the floor, I say to myself, thank you, God, for blessing me with another day of life. I just wake up with gratitude. And I encourage you to start doing the same. Wake up with gratitude. It is a gift that you woke up and you put your feet on the floor. It's, it's not something that is just a given. 
we take it for granted. We really take it for granted. It's like, okay, we set our alarm, we go to bed. Okay, we're going to wake up in the morning. No, it's not something that is guaranteed. And my family and I learned that recently um, in the passing of my father-in-law. He went to bed on a Wednesday and he didn't wake up on a Thursday. Okay, guys, so please, if you take one thing from this second episode of the Rising Up podcast, do not take your days for granted. Feel blessed every day when you put those feet on the floor, okay? So after I take a moment to just thank God for giving me another shot at life, giving me another chance to change the world, I then uh, demand his help. (laughs) I then say, okay, God, I need strength. I need you to direct me today. I need you to please give me strength. And I need you to protect me from any of the darts that are flying my way because, you know, it's a real thing. We face a lot of challenges every day. the enemy doesn't like to see good things happening. He wants, he wants to take us out. It just is what it is. Um, so darts fly on a daily basis. And so there's so much protection around us that we sometimes don't even realize another thing that we take for granted. So have gratitude for that. Have gratitude of the protection that God gives us on a daily basis. It's like he's working behind the scenes every single day for us. And sometimes we don't even think about it. So another, another homework for you, although the word homework gives me anxiety if I'm being honest. So we have to think of another word for it. Um, self-growth work, we'll call it that. So, so another self-growth um, idea, we'll call it an idea instead of an assignment. You know, just take a moment. Take a moment and just have gratitude for that. The gratitude of the protection that is around you. After that, I get into the bathroom, so I get myself ready, and I always read um, a quick, quick, quick little scripture um, from one of the books that I read from on a daily basis. And I am going to end with what I read today uh, on this podcast because it's pretty powerful and just straight confirmation of my intention of speaking with you guys about fear and mindset. So super important, guys, when you wake up you know, change the mindset, change the intention. It's going to change your life. I'm telling you, it's more exhausting to wake up and just be like, wow, poor me another day. I hate my life. I hate my job, you know, whatever, like break free of that. Break yourself free of those chains and start focusing on the positive. It's literally a matter of life and death. If you continue to stay negative, you're going to continue to be miserable. I get it. Your circumstances may be challenging, but they don't define you and they don't get to define who you want to be and how you want to feel about yourself. Okay? So set the intention. If you want to think you're up, you're up. If you think you're down, you're down. So this is something that has come up many times throughout the week here at Rise Health Studio. Uh, Last weekend on Sunday, I was just going through some different things on Spotify. That's the the app I use for all my playlists, for my fitness classes and for my cycle classes. And I came across this really awesome motivational speech. And I mean, it is just straight fire, like fire blazing. It's so powerful. And so I chose to play that in my classes throughout the week. Um, If you follow Rise Health Studio on Instagram or on Facebook, you, I'm sure, have seen the post, uh, a little tiny 
snippet of class where we just blasted that, you know, lights down in that room and just really focus on our inner self and really heard the words being spoken. And so if you think you're up, you're up. If you think you're down, you're down, right? Listen to the change in my voice. If you think you're up, you're up. If you think you're down, you're down. Just the words alone are two polar opposites, up and down. One's high, one's low. You decide. You decide what you want to be. You want to be high, you want to be low. I'm pretty sure most of us would agree we want to be up. We want to be high. We want to be happy, feeling good. We don't want to be down, low, sulking. We don't. So decide. Again, going back, mindset, intention. Something else that we spoke a lot about um, in class this week, I think I only said um like 10 times so far on this episode. <laughs> I'm making progress. The echo is gone. Do you guys realize the echo is gone? I told y'all this is gonna be a work in progress. I am self-made. No one is here telling me what to do. I am researching all of this on my own and I am just motivated and determined to bring you guys good content. That's always my intention. So. The annoying technological stuff in the background, um, I'm constantly going to be working on that, but I'm sure you guys would agree right now that the sound quality is so much better than the first episode, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Okay, I went off on a tangent, I digress. So the other major thing we talked about this week in class, um, if you have children listening, you might want to put earmuffs on them right now because bad word coming out of my mouth in a second, that was your warning. <laughs> Um, or if you're like listening to this at work, maybe you want to just like turn it down a little bit right now. Don't talk shit to yourself. Like stop talking shit to yourself. We do it on a daily basis. The lies that are in our head. Most of those lies are implanted by the enemy telling you you can't do something. You're not good enough. No one's going to like you. You're not worthy. You don't deserve it. Right? Are you nodding your head right now? Oh my gosh. Those are so some of the things that like are in my head that I say to myself that I hear the voices saying, yeah, yeah, most people do this. And so unless you're aware that this is happening, you can't change it. So become aware, become aware of how often you're talking shit to yourself and decide to stop doing that. And here's what I recommended to the classes this week. Would you talk shit to a toddler? I know you're probably like laughing, like, well, duh, of course I wouldn't. Like, and, and listen, if your answer is yes, you and I can't be friends anymore. I am not friends with anyone that's going to talk down to a child ever. We don't want to ever do that. Okay, so if that's you, we're no longer friends. <laughs> no, but seriously, if, if that is you, reach out to me. Let's talk because that's definitely something you want to work on. No judgment. Um, so how would you talk to a toddler? If a toddler was trying to... Uh, potty train. Let's use that for an example, right? Most of us have had some kind of experience with that, even if it's not our own child. Maybe it's a niece or a nephew or uh, a child we've babysat or whatever. Most people have some kind of experience or know about potty training. So potty training a child, you're not going to sit them on the toilet and, you know, not have love and respect for them and speak to them with positive praise. You could do it. You're doing such a great job. I'm so proud of you, right? That's how you would talk to a toddler potty training. You would not say, oh, you're taking so long. You can't do this. Just put your diaper back on, right? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. So why are you doing that to yourself? 
Why are you talking to yourself negatively? Why are you talking shit to yourself? Stop doing that. That, like, that's not something you can change in like 24 hours. That's definitely something, in my opinion, that you have to actively work on. And so I encourage you to work on that, okay? And so the other big, big thing, and then I'm gonna get ready to um, wrap it up. The other big thing that we heard this week with that motivational speech was if you were the star in your own movie, what would you look like if you were the hero, right? We all know what heroes and villains look like in movies. So be your own hero. Be your own hero in your story. Your life, what you do on a daily basis, that's your story, that's your movie. You get to be your own hero on the daily if you want to be, if you decide to be, okay? So another thing to really just start working on because fear can grab a hold of us. It can stop us from being our own hero. It can stop us from thinking we're up and making us think we're down. And it can keep us in the place of continuing to talk shit to ourselves. Okay, so let's stop being afraid. Let's work on breaking free of fear. Let's have more faith, more trust. Let's really dig deep for that courage, that confidence, that bravery that is there. It's there. I know it's there, but we have to work to get there, especially when we have so many unknown scary things, frightful things, panicky things happening around us. All right, guys. So I want to read to you a little bit of what I read this morning when I woke up. And so this is dated for March 4th. So today is March 4th. I'm hoping to get this uploaded and um, all to you guys like in the next hour. So hopefully it's still March 4th when you're listening. <laughs> All right, so this is from a book that I read every morning called Jesus Calling. Uh, the author is Sarah Young. I know many of you have this because I've spoken to many of you about this. So refuse to worry. In this world, there will always be something enticing you to worry. That is the nature of a fallen, fractured planet. Things are not as they should be. So the temptation to be anxious is constantly with you, trying to worm its way into your mind. The best defense is continual communication and thanksgiving. Awareness of my presence. Awareness of my presence fills your mind with light and peace, leaving no room for fear. This awareness lifts you up above your circumstances, enabling you to see problems from my perspective. Live close to me. Together, we can keep the wolves of worry at bay. So, so good. And so something that just stuck out to me, this part, this awareness lifts you up above your circumstances. And so that is where all of our experiences with fear and worry will be so different. We all have different circumstances. We all live in different homes, have different jobs, have different family situations, have different childhood, growing up, trauma situations. Um, so we can never try to be exactly the same as one another. How one handles something may not work for another. We, however, can be aware 
you know, aware of our circumstances and not allow those circumstances to push us into a corner and allow fear to keep us there. So this was pretty heavy. This is a pretty heavy podcast. And this is the psychotherapist in me coming out and also the Christian in me coming out, um, you know, with the faith, the fear, the mindset, you know, we, we have choice guys, you know, you set that intention of wanting to be better, do better, live life to the best that you can live it, or we don't set that intention. And I'm hoping that after listening to this podcast, something shifts for you and that you can tomorrow wake up and put your feet on the floor, have gratitude, and then ask for help. Ask for help on how you're going to maneuver your day to the best of your ability with the least amount of fear dictating what you can and cannot do. The least amount of shit talk that you're going to allow yourself to have with yourself. All right, guys, that is it for today. I thank you so much for listening. I pray that you guys just have an amazing rest of your week. And, and just remember, mindset, you are in control. You decide if you're up, you decide if you're down. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Rising Up podcast. Again, my name is Tina Peterson from Rise Health Studio. Have an amazing day, guys. Thank you.